Hello, my name is Akinye Valerie and welcome to the Naked Safari podcast. This is a space where we journey through life in its rawness. So, to go episode four, 15, 15, sorry, to go episode 15. And I am so happy I am dancing on my bed. <laughs> anyway, I am happy that we've gotten here because This is the most consistent thing I've done in my life apart from um, waking up in the morning and going to bed at night. So, so yeah, so it's that bad. It's that bad. My consistency is that bad at the moment. So, yeah, I'm happy about that. And uh, the past couple of weeks have been very hard on me. I won't even lie, as in... I was even thinking I need to take a break from the podcast, but I realized it's the only thing that's keeping me going at the moment. So I decided to, you know, hang on to that. So I found a a word. I I found a name, rather, a name for us, guys. I found a name. And we are sojourners, like like a journey. Sojourners, nurse. I'm in Kenya, Bana. S O J O U R N E R S. And yeah, I'm sorry for the noise in the background, by the way. Um, there are people in the house. And then also, uh, the dog, our dog is in my room. So if she barks, I'm sorry in advance, especially for those people who use earphones or headphones. <laughs> yeah. So as I was saying, we are so genres. Like, uh, the textbook definition of a sojourner is uh, a person who resides in a place for a short period of time. And that's the word for us because this podcast is about journeying through life in its rawness. And as we journey through life, we basically spend time in different situations for a period of time. So, yeah, we spend basically spend a period of time in different situations and that's why we are sojourners so uh you see the way people say my tribe um my gang you are my sojourners we are sojourners together my fellow sojourners it feels yeah i hope i hope it catches on i hope you you understand what i mean Anyway, I want to dive right into this week's episode. I don't want to waste time because, you know, the more I talk, I may be quite irritating. <laughs> so about this episode, and uh, um, this is a very interesting episode because it's it's sort of different. It's more of someone's personal, very personal experience and what they've struggled with and what they're still struggling with. And it's not something we all experience, but in a way, we're going to understand that um, we experience it differently, yeah? And um, this week's guest is another special guest because, you guys, I've started getting guests whom I don't know. That started last week, last, I mean, from the last episode. How I know this podcast is growing is because um, I'm starting to get guests who are not, like, they're not my friends. Like, the we are strangers. We are strangers. And they reach out to me to be on this podcast. And honestly, 
it warms my heart our podcast is growing guys our podcast is growing again our not my our podcast is growing so yeah so this week's guest is furaha as in happiness <laughs> and she's going to talk about her experience being a pastor's child so let me just let her take it over let me let her take over the naked safari podcast let's go let's go let's go hi everyone my name is furaha and i am a pastor's kid or a pk this is because my parents became pastors i rarely <laughs> introduce myself this way because even my friends like i always feel when i say i'm a pastor's kid uh people start treating you a certain way or start viewing you in a certain manner which i i really do not like i just like someone to know me for who i am yes and uh, the ministry started when i was nine years old i was very young and that was when my dad actually started his church my dad and mom my parents and they are now pastors in a church in Mombasa and i remember <laughs> you know my dad was just a kawaida person you know like the way you know you know the way parents have you know professions it was just basically that he he used to work in a bank and you know life was just normal until the switch happened and you're just like wow and i was 9 years and i could actually notice all these changes happening all at once so basically finances were quite a struggle for a while yeah because the ministry was just starting and i remember <laughs> i remember we used to those at time we had our tv i don't know if you guys like were born during the tasca project film days and were in school so our tv got spoiled and we went for a whole three months without watching the TV. And it was a big deal then because, you know, people are talking about Tasker Project fame and you are just there like, huh? For a whole three months, you even to count like the days. And, you know, there was no money to fix it. So it was just like, wow. And you're there like, okay, this is the pastory. <laughs> this is the life of a pastor's kid 101, you know? <laughs> and then of course, like, uh we changed schools like we used to go to a private school that, that that was in primary and then now we had to go to a government school a government school which was like ha huh, let me tell you I, I i used to cry almost every single time especially the first term i used to cry a lot because i couldn't just believe the change happened uh, like it was it was so much better. i remember even when my dad was was sending letters for us to go to that school. I prayed for those letters to be rejected so that I can remain in my private school, but it didn't happen, okay? <laughs> and just moving on forward, uh, being in the shoes of a pastor's kid, let me tell you, I don't think like you have like a role model, like, you know, like someone that, you know, like you just enter into it and you just be like that. But society expects you to be a certain way, expects you to be, you know, the kindest human being that they've ever seen on planet Earth. They expect you to be the nicest. They expect you never to say no. But they, why would you say no? You're a pastor's kid. Like society has already kept you at a pedestal already. And you're just there like, oh, okay. 
uh first of all it's my parents who are pastors i'm not the pastor but then we are kind of related you know that way <laughs> but it's like you can't separate yourself from it and i remember i struggled a lot like growing up like from nine years till today there are a bit of some struggles i do still encounter in one way or the other and just how to how to be yourself because imagine you're being a role model and you're like 10, you're 12, you're 13, you're 14, and you're like, oh my God, these people, what be like the way you dress, like even in the estate, I remember, <laughs> I, I love wearing trousers a lot. I love wearing trousers, I love wearing shorts, considering I'm from Mombasa and it's really, really hot. And I'm like, should I be wearing skirts and dresses all the time? I have no, like you can be wearing dresses, skirts, but you know, it's more of like, decency and all when i'm in the estate you know because everyone knows you're a pastor skill like how are you supposed to wear like you are so so careful even like um the things that you do how you talk like you're extra extra careful so that you don't you know tarnish the name of your dad or you know siari bujina basically and <laughs> and one thing that that happens is that when people now expect it to be in certain way is when you make mistakes and it becomes like, how can you do that? You're a pastor's kid. How can you do this? Like, it's like a binding factor. And I remember it took me a long, a long while for me to like learn, like how to be myself and just to even make my own mistakes as a person growing up. Cause you know, I'm still growing. I'm not like 40, I'm not like 30, I'm still growing and I'll make mistakes. I'll have to learn from them and you know how to navigate through it all and even being being just a, a, a people pleaser like uh it was it was quite quite a lot and even i i couldn't like you know be like a normal teenager i remember when i used to be at home before i joined campus i <laughs> my friends used to go out and I never used to go out because one of course my parents were uh, strict and I couldn't be able to leave the house and <laughs> and I was just like wow I have to be indoors you know and you know at that time you're like so curious you to go to parties or just you know just to spend some fun with your friends and you're and you're told like no you're supposed to stay home and all read and do all of that and I remember when I went to campus and now I was free from rules and restrictions and in a, another geographical space hey let me tell you i had like you know like i had these boxes i needed to check like i needed to do abcd or just maybe do things according to the world like i was so curious like what do other people do because you've been in this bubble for so long and you hear your friends talking about you know the things they did and just like oh my god how how i remember i was so curious about drinking <laughs> My parents are gonna kill me but <laughs> i was so curious like how does alcohol taste you know like okay, but these things are bad but you're just like how are they and thank god I'm, I'm so grateful i'm not an addict but it was it was it was really hard for me to to like maintain that and i was i was so curious and uh, I was able to take a few drinks here and there. And I was like, oh, so this is how it feels. Like, you know, that curiosity part of me. And generally, even now, I'm learning to be myself, to know what I'll do. You guys, if you don't know, like if you're a pastor's kid, there are some certain things you need to do in church. Like you have to be like 
mtu wa mkono wa church and all that but over time you realize oh my god i'm good at this i'm not good at this so i can't be doing this all the time and just giving yourself space and to grow and know what you like and what you don't like and how to relate with people and even to even keep boundaries and i know that is one thing especially as a pastor's kid you are not like given the grace to have boundaries like maybe if you feel um I, I don't feel I I don't feel like doing this. I don't feel like going with you somewhere. Uh, I, I can't. And everyone's like, how can you say no? And I remember this one part because you see your house, like the pastor's house is like everyone's house. <laughs> like with the washerika's car, which is absolutely okay. But then <laughs> it becomes a point like, you know, you, you, can't, you can't have your own space. Like, there will be someone in your space in one way or the other if it's a mission you know you have to go with your parents if it's something like you have to be there and i remember i struggled a lot with creating boundaries for myself to know this is where this person is supposed to be in my space after this i can just say no i'm not in a position to or i can't help you and it's okay it's not all the time but sometimes when you just feel you have your own things you need to work on and yeah so basically you 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 over time when you get to understand oh my god this video is so long <laughs> and you know this is so personal <laughs> like you stop you stop you stop being because i remember first of all the 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 key part is when you do wrong like you're always afraid to do wrong so at times i remember i used to lie a lot um like because you are scared you're you're afraid that when you say the truth like it's gonna be bad so like you 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 live you 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 live with a lot of resent resentment in your heart you don't speak about issues where maybe someone has wronged you you become so you know unogopa kusema most of the time and then you realize in your heart you're even you're not you're not pure you're not a good person inside the heart and i'm so grateful like since last year i've gotten to know god more personally not only the go to church way like go to church sunday like knowing god on a personal and relational basis that i am not even more concerned only of the deeds that i do i'm more concerned with how am i in my heart because that is one thing i missed i only knew like the go to church and just do what you can do to make everyone happy but what does god expect of me who 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 am i as a person you see who am i as furaha alone in my head in my brain in my heart like am i a good person am i doing things that are pleasing god you know and things like that and i i feel I feel like it has been a really good journey and being a pastor's kid actually is not even a bad thing after all it's actually a good thing because you can't choose you can't basically choose the profession your parents will take or what they'll undertake but whatever they do like just have so much grace with yourself and to be honest for parents who are pastors and have kids i will just uh like first of all pray 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 for your children and the second one uh, create an honest a safe space for your children because imagine outside here everyone wants them to be this role model or to be to wear certain hats or certain capes and it's only at home where they can be able to share because 
you know, even the pastors are already kept in a pedestal. But if you create a safe space at home for your children to talk, for your children to say what they did wrong, um, a forgiving place, I, I think that would be so much better for other pastors' kids who are growing and it will make their their lives, yeah, a bit manageable because society can give you so much pressure and you already have pressure for yourself. So, yeah, that's my parting shot. And and generally um for all of us i'd feel like do not do not expect uh, a pastor's kid to be different from any other kid because we go through the same same struggles everyone goes through like i hear when pastor's kid maybe they have they get expectant uh, at a really young age and everyone is like what how can you a pastor's kid be expectant like we are the same we go through the same struggles we go through addiction uh, maybe some of us maybe have addiction to drugs and alcohol and at times we go through depression once in a while like let's have grace with one another L let's understand and you know when it happens it has already happened and don't don't uh shame in public if you want to say anything just be private and just have grit because we actually go through the same struggles as every other child goes through the same stages we are not different we just have a a, a title that kind of seems a bit holy joe but we are the same and let's be all kind to each other and thank you to the naked safari podcast for having me and so guys no sojourners that is it for this week's episode yes so for those who don't know um furaha yeah by the way we have international listeners so someone most the people who do not understand kiswahili i'm so proud to have international you know listeners we are we're crossing borders <laughs> anyway furaha means joy or happiness in kiswahili so yes and she made me so happy because she approached me and she chose the Naked Safari podcast as a platform for her to get vulnerable because she told me openly that she's never really, you know, opened up about how she feels and what she goes through being a pastor's child. So that's something I am so honored to, I am genuinely so honored that she picked the Naked Safari podcast. So in the beginning, I talked about how it's a very, very personal episode, but at the same time, it's something that we will relate to. And I said that because I feel like most of us live double lives. The lives we have at home is not the lives we have out there. And sometimes the lives we have with a certain group of friends is not the lives we have with other groups of friends, which is not a bad thing, but it's a reality, you know. So as much as this story was very, very personal to her, we all experience double lives, you know? We all experience having to balance these things, yeah? So it makes so much sense for you and me, yeah? So this this episode was different, but it was so personal. And I am grateful to you, Furaha, for choosing this platform to be vulnerable once again. So that's that's it for this week's episode. I'm so glad that people are actually DMing me. You can reach me on Instagram at 
the underscore naked safari podcast if you have a story you would like to share so do not hesitate do not hesitate yeah i guess that's it for this week's episode so journals kwaheri enjoy your weekend and have a productive week ahead sending good vibes your way bye